Now, here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. All right, Northlanders, welcome back to the afternoon edition here on Thursday, 610 KDAL Radio. And again, we invite you to call in if you have uh, concerns, have uh, comments, uh, things you want to bring up. Area code 218-722-0839. That's uh, 722-0839. That will get you in here. Now, I also know and remember, Kenny, that there is a way for people to leave us messages on our what do they call that? Is is that just the our text uh, line? Text. There you go. And how do they do that? They they uh, text us at eight four four five four eight four four five four. And you want to put a keyword in there so we know it's for this program. You can say this is for Brad. You can say KDAL. You can say Sound Off. You can yeah. say uh, you can say my name. Hey Kenny. Yeah, don't yes, matter. you can. Yeah. And and then just uh, leave us a little note of what you uh, want to get, and uh, we'll probably read it on the air for you. Let's so. see what we got there now. Uh, do we have it's KQ, KQ, a lot of KQ stuff on here. You know, we got to start doing a little bit more than KQ, I think. What do you say? I think we should. Yeah. We've got yeah. to. Yeah. A lot of the stuff here. we don't want to have, I mean, I understand that there's a lot of young listeners to KQ. It's mostly music, but it's also a lot of talk, and and we've done very well against them with our podcast, so we'd yeah. like uh, like you to spread the word on that too. Yeah. So eight four four five four. Text us with uh, things that you know. Text a recipe if you want. Uh, maybe I'll have my wife cook it up. I don't a know. Hot dish recipe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Something simple. I like hot it. Dish. Yeah. Like oh, it. by the way, okay, not, so, as long as you mention food, can I real quickly? <laughs> We we got a couple of things going on. Of course, today. Yeah. <laughs> if it's food related, of course. <laughs> we got a couple of things going on. Uh, there's some uh, black bananas at our house. You know, when they get ripe, you know, they get some black spots oh, yeah, on them. They go start. Yeah. And I got to work today, and I thought it's banana bread day, so I had to let my wife know it's banana bread day, in case she was wondering. Banana you know bread what you day. Do with those, uh, you know, you, you know what you do with those uh, black bananas? Put them in the freezer. Freeze them. They're be- they won't get any worse. They won't go bad. Oh. But when you're ready to make that banana bread, yeah. boy, they're ready to go. Yeah. Well, what I do with them is throw them in the garbage. But that's yeah, just Yeah, well, that too, I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. A banana bread day. Let's see. We have National Toast Day. National Toast. Now, Brad, do you like your toast lightly browned or dark? Or do you have a preference uh, on your I, toast? I, I kind of like it about medium brown, I guess. I don't yeah. like it. I don't like to have to scrape the blackness off of it, although I've done that on occasion. No, are you, are you? Do you fancy white bread over uh, wheat or rye no, no. or sourdough? Sourdough. Okay. Sourdough. All right. Well, it's National Toast Day. It's Tootsie Roll Day. The Tootsie Roll was uh, developed on this day back in eighteen something or other. Yeah, and I used to like Tootsie Rolls when I was young. Not anymore. They're hard on my teeth. Oh yeah. Well, you see, that can be a problem. So, uh, but nonetheless, yeah. it is National Tootsie Roll Day. It was intro- introduced by Leo Hirschfield back in 1896. My goodness. Uh, let's see. We wow. have. Oh, here's one. Dog Biscuit Day. Oh yeah. Gotta yeah. have dog biscuits. And uh, I got one more food thing, and this could be every day. National Chili Day. Oh man. And, in fact, uh, the Minnesota website this morning was talking about bread, uh, things you're going to need. uh, You you know, you need to carbo up to do a lot of this shoveling of snow. Yeah. So chili, uh, toast, bread products, carbo up. You know, normally you don't want a lot of carbo, but to shovel, you got to have carbos. Now, my wife has a secret uh, ingredient for her... uh chili i won't mention it because well it's a secret ingredient and it really is it's simple 
but it hmm. does make a difference. I'm not going to mention it unless you want to pay if me. I guess. Yeah. If I guess. If you if you pay okay. me five hundred thousand dollars, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brad, we're going to take a little uh, stroll here to mic number three. Let's see. Let's turn on mic number three, and just entering the studio all the way from the U.S. Bank Building, maybe Pizza Luce, Chris Dahlberg. Testing one, two, three. Well, oh, that's good. He probably <laughs> probably hasn't gone to Pizza Luce yet. Usually, he stops, does his spot, and then goes to Pizza Luce. Boy, do you know me? Yeah. So I, you're right. And and today, <laughs> you know what I'm going for is I'm going to have, a, not totally healthy, I'm going to have a nice piece of pizza and a side salad because I'm carbo-loading. I'm going to be running with there the running go. group on the lake walk in there a bit. And uh, and so and I'm, I'm nice and warm, Brad. I mean, maybe this is too personal of information to share, but I've got my nice uh, Minnesota winter long underwear on. Well, you've got to have that if you're going to run out in that kind of weather today with wind chills. But, but Chris... I was under the impression that the lake walk has got a lot of ice on it yet. Are you are you capable of uh, slipping and sliding around on that? It, it could be pretty wicked. I'm I'm running with this guy, uh, Tony Stencil, and his uh, running group. Uh, they pretty much almost every day they're running no matter what the weather is. I, they might cancel if it's 40 below. But you know what I brought in? Michelle bought me ice bugs. Have you ever heard of those? Oh, well, of course. Kenny's are you kidding me? Kenny's giving a thumbs up, but they actually got spikes on the bottom. Uh, so it'll help me through the uh, ice. So that that should be pretty good. Did uh, did uh, Michelle get him at uh, Tortoise and Hare? I don't know if she did. I bet you. I Probably. think she did because I told her to go down there, and so I bet you that's where she bought him. Because they have sold a lot of ice bugs, and they've stopped a lot of people from falling and slipping and sliding. And they work. Well, they things. really work well. They do. Yep. Yep. So. All so right. what's happening over at the uh, law firm in the uh, in the bank building? Well, you know, this morning I already had a, a client signing this morning from Wisconsin. And this afternoon I have a couple coming in, and it's new estate planning. They specifically said when they call in, a lot of times they tell us, they said, we heard you on Brad Bennett's show, and we saw your name on the U.S. Bank, uh, you know, like I guess the marquee when you come in. So sure, that sure. that did it, so thank you much. And And we have, I think, a few more coming in tomorrow and and next week. So I would say we almost have four or five new estate planning clients every week coming in, and probably two or three are due to you, Brad. Oh, fantastic. Well, that means that uh, the ads are working, uh, and we've had a number of other uh, sponsors that talk about uh, how it has worked. So we appreciate your patronage and your support over the years. It's I rave, been, I rave I about we, you. <laughs> I should be a oh, salesman and get a commission because I think we've got a few in uh, for you. I think so. Yes. <laughs> but you know, yeah. we were talking the other day, Chris. What what has it been? Is it is it like sixteen years we've been doing this, or has it not been quite that long? I think it's longer. And and what happened, Brad, is I got my law degree late in life, so I got it in at age forty, and in two thousand four. I opened up my practice in the summer. Well, yep. three months later, I got deployed to Iraq. And so that kind of oh, shot yeah. the law practice start. So when I came back from Iraq in 2005, I started advertising with you, and I've been advertising since. So that would make um, almost 18 years coming up uh, yeah, this, this summer. Is that crazy? And do you think do you think it's working if I've stuck with you for 18 years? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. So call the well, Dober. And, and, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, we've talked about it, Chris. People uh, p- people get the message at different times of their life. So you almost got to continue to do it because people come to the realization that 
you know what, it's time that I do this at, at different times. So Well, and you mentioned it, quickly, you know, different times of your life. I'd say most of my clients are age uh, 70 plus. But, you know, refresh, oh, yeah. refreshing the other day, I had clients, young professional clients that were in, and I think they're about 35 years old. And I said, wow. you know, I said, that's really good because they were getting it. They said, you know, we got to figure out who's going to be the guardian conservator, God forbid, if both of us were to go as we have young children. So, you know, for the listeners, and if you're a grandparent that's listening right now, you might want to call your kid and say, hey, have you thought about this? There you go. You know, a question came up, Chris, and before I ask you to give your phone number a few times, a question came up to somebody the other day. They asked me if you do buy-sell agreements for businesses. If you got a couple of partners that started a business, do you do a, a buy-sell agreement for them? I, I sure do. And, you know, another thing I do a lot of, a part of my estate planning is I'll get people in with a family business, and one or maybe two of the kids want to get involved. Well, before that goes on too far, we start to already get, you know, the, the, the business in place. So we might say, okay, sure. we're going to give you some shares because there can be tax consequences that are beneficial to that. And that's where we work with tax accountants out there. And you might do a buy-sell and say, we're going to gift some shares. This is the agreement. This is how it's going to go. But, yes, sir, we do that. So call the Dahlberg oh, okay. office. It's 218-722-5809, 5809 And I'm off to Pepperoni Pizza. Pizza and a side salad. That's good Good stuff. Living large. Thank you, Chris. Take care. Right. Bye-bye. Talk to you later. Well, Kenny, we got to take our first break of hour number two. Uh, we'll come back and we'll get into this new thing that the state now wants to give everybody in Minnesota. And it never costs anything. It's all free. We'll be back. KDAL time is 1222. A light snow continues to fall in downtown Duluth. And uh, we've got some blowing snow going on right now. The winds are coming out of the north at 20. So they've changed off of the Big Lake now. They're moving out of the north. And that's going to change things quite a bit around here. Hey, Brad, it was on this day in 1945, the United States Marines from the 5th Marine Division raised the American flag atop Mount Suribachi on the Japanese island of Iwo Jima. And at that time, and I forget who the president was, but I'll never forget as long as I live being a Marine, uh, because the president at that time said that that event, taking the island of of, uh, Iwo Jima and putting the flag up there, will guarantee the Marines a lifetime for the next 20 years or longer. Well, that was Harry Truman. Yeah, and it was very true. No, that was Harry Truman. Harry Truman, okay. Harry Truman said that. Well, anyway, folks, we have uh, a guy that probably got a lot of snow yesterday. Tom, uh, Port Wing normally gets a fairly amount of snow in these uh, in these events. Did you get quite a bit? We have a lot. As a matter of fact, I have some steers standing outside this morning with about four inches on top of them, and there was about wow. a foot of snow, new snow around them. So Jeez. that's a lot of snow. That is a lot of snow. So uh, what's uh, on your mind? By the way, your guy uh, finished in the finalists for the Supreme Court in Wisconsin, but he's got a little bit of an uphill battle. It uh, looks like uh, he's going to have to work really hard. Oh, he's going to have to work hard. The numbers are, are really, really close uh, on this, because if you take his and, and the other conservative ladies, uh, yeah, it's going to be an uphill battle. We need to defeat these uh, pro-abortionists on wanting to get on the uh, Wisconsin Supreme Court. But I wanted to talk about uh, uh, giving our politicians something 
this morning and, right. or this afternoon. You know, Nikki Haley mentioned about giving a cognitive test to politicians over 75. I say right. we give it to all of them. I don't care how old they are. And then I'd like to give them a drug test. And, you know, you think I'm joking, but next uh, month I'm going to be spending two Saturdays with some of our uh, politicians, and I'm, I'm going to express my feelings on that subject. These people are dealing with our money. They're dealing with taking away our rights at times. And I want to know, are they sober and sane, and are they making good decisions, good cognitive decisions on these uh, very important issues that affect the taxpayers and the citizens of this country. And I'm dead serious, Brad. I am in favor of drug testing these people. If I had a young man who was renting for me for years who drove a propane truck, and he had to take a drug test randomly all the time. Uh, he was, he, Yeah, he was doing a dangerous job. He could kill other people. Well, these politicians are uh, a lot of times doing making uh, really important decisions that affect all of us, and sometimes they're, they're not making very good ones. And I want to know which ones are off the rocker and which ones are on the booze or the hooch or the heroin or whatever. And did I you, did like you see, uh, uh, did you see t- speaking about this, Tom, did you see the interview by any chance with the, uh, with the liar that get that, that, uh, uh, that New York State congressman that got elected recently. I forget his name right yes. off the top of my head. George did you Sandals. see that with Paris Morgan? Paris Morgan? No, I he admitted. He admitted. He admitted in the. Yeah, Santos. He admitted in the interview. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of a liar. <laughs> kind of a liar. Yeah. Just, just kind of. You know, that, that guy is right up there at the top of the list of uh, whoppers. You know, and here's, that's another issue. You know, I want to know. I don't. Obviously, this guy it's not thinking. He, he's not using his his ability to think things through. If you're such a liar that you tell people such whoppers, you're not living in the real world. He should be gone. I'm sorry. I, he he's be. a Republican. He should be gone. You know. Well, and so, and and I'm with you on this one for sure, Tom, because. He should be gone because of one specific reason. He was almost in bankruptcy, had almost no money, and all of a sudden he loaned his own campaign like a half a million dollars. Nobody can seem to answer the question, where'd you get that money from? Where'd it come from? Somebody's trying to buy their way in with him. We got to go to CBS News. We'll be back shortly. KDAL. There's always been debate. Sound off with Brad Bennett. But what we've got now, I believe, is corruption. This is KDAL AM 610 and FM 103.9. KDAL time is 1236. I've got nine in Superior, nine above. North wind at 13, uh, seven below in the wind chill. Light snow continues. Six o'clock is when that uh, winter storm warning expires today in the Twin Ports. Uh, there is still some light snow falling, and we'll try to get some snow totals here. But uh, it's going to be cold, Brad. We're looking uh, superior tonight is going to be 12 below zero tomorrow. We're going to have sunshine in Souptown, 11 for a daytime high. Uh, Winds will be west, relatively light. And then uh, Friday night, uh, another chance of snow in Superior, 40%. And then Saturday, mostly sunny. Saturday, mostly sunny in 21. 
Well, Kenny, let me tell you what's going on here. People are sitting at home right now saying, okay, Bennett, Mr. Procrastinator, you've been telling us for almost an hour now that you're going to give us the latest thing they're doing at the Minnesota State Capitol to try to use up our money. And you haven't done it yet, so get to it. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because we got a text on the text line. Again, the text line is 84454. The craziness coming from the state lawmakers is the fault of those who voted in the Democrats, plain and simple. See, because you have emboldened these people. When we had split government, they, they had to work a little bit together. But we have emboldened the Democrats to feel we're invincible. We can do anything we want. If we stick together, we can jam anything down these people's throats, and that's what they're doing. Now, look at what they've done so far. Free breakfast and lunch for every kid even the sons and daughters of millionaires. Does that make sense? We've we've given felons the voting rights back. People that have committed mayhem and rape and pillaged and everything else, we've given them voting rights back. We've given driver's licenses to people that have broken our laws, came into this country illegally, didn't file a, a way to come here legally, just snuck across the border, and now we're going to give them driver's licenses. Well, here's the latest one, Northlanders, and I'm reading right out of the Minnesota Take this morning. DFL legislators, and of course, there we go, DFL legislators, those emboldened ones, you know, the ones that know they can do anything, have introduced a bill on Tuesday to make college tuition free following a push from student advocates to place college affordability and student basic needs on the legislative agenda. The proposed bill would cover the costs of tuition and fees to Minnesota public colleges and universities for all Minnesota students with a gross adjusted family income of under $120,000. Oh, that's awesome. Isn't that nice? Let me ask you this, Brad. Will the janitors that keep the schools clean, will they be working for free? Well, I think they're going to have to take a break. Don't you think they're going to have to get a a, A a little bit of a pay cut yeah how about ah. the professors that are making uh well that was my next... some of them a half a million dollars yeah. they're gonna have to take a pay cut aren't yeah they? that was my next question but uh i don't think that they're gonna take their pay cuts boy i'll tell you this is a great country we live in now you're talking about minnesota though correct yes oh, just i love minnesota. this state boy i grew up too and, fast i should have oh, i should oh, have been a college too. student during this time man free college me too awesome. i had to pay i had to use my gi bill to pay for my college Do, education. Is there going to be reparations? I, I take a bullet. Yeah, will there be, re- there you go. Are there going to be reparations for those people that paid for their college, followed through and paid oh, their student loans? I, do. I no? don't think so, but oh. you know, that would be a great thing. Why can't we get an organization started up the, oh, I don't know. We'll, we we'll want free college too. Yes, yeah. We're late bloomers. We want free college too. Uh, but, of course, as I said, this was brought, uh, the chief author of this was Omar Fatah, another, uh, you know, uh, well, is he from Somali. Somali. Is he a Somalian? Yeah. He is. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's, yeah, Somali. Introduces the bill on Tuesday and was heard in the Senate Higher Education Committee, which he chairs, by the way, beyond making education more accessible. W- would it make it more accessible? It would make it absolutely accessible because it would be free. He said covering tuition would address the state's workforce shortage and declining enrollment. Well, yeah, of course it would. Everybody would want to go to college because they're not going to have to pay for it. During the Higher Education Committee meeting, some Republican legislators expressed concerns about addressing college affordability 
with publicly funded tuition assistance. Among them was State Senator Jason Rarick out of Pine City. We got to get him on the show. Who questioned college administrators' salaries amid tuition increases? In other words, how can we justify giving free tuition when we don't control at all how much money these administrators make? All they got to do is demand more and we give them more. But it's Minnesota, you know, and we're Minnesota nice. We kill unborn babies. Oh, by the way, another thing that they've just recently asked for, and I'm not totally against this one, is assisted suicide. If you are, uh, if you're six months into a uh, uh, into a medical condition which says your your life is going to end, uh, you and uh, you decide you want to end it, uh, they will help you. They'll give you assistance in ending your life. Of course they will, because they're going to end newborn babies' lives. May as well end old people. You know, why not? But I don't... How... Well, how are we going to pay for this, I was going to say, but we're just going to ask more. Well, right now, see, they can say say this, Kenny. They can say, well, we've got $17 in surplus. That's how we're going to pay for it. Well, when you run out of that basically one-time money, because most of that money is a one-time fund that was set up by overtaxation of of this of people in the state of Minnesota. Once you run out of that money, how are you going to pay for it next year? Well, we're going to have to raise taxes. Of course. Well, yeah, I guess so. So, here we go. Not only are we going to uh, are we going to send kids uh free lunch, free breakfast, even if their parents are millionaires, same thing. Parents are millionaires. You get free college education. If you decide to go to a, a Minnesota public college or university, free. It's all free. But it's not free. Somebody has to pay for it. And in this case, it's the taxpayers in the state of Minnesota. They're going to pay for it. Oh, by the way, um, Kenny, when Biden, was, uh, when Biden was over in Poland yesterday, he also announced... Uh, this this is it's almost stupidified. Biden administration have launched the first ever offshore wind lease sale in the Gulf of Mexico on oil and gas. But at the same time that oil and gas leases have ground to a halt. See, but that's because Biden doesn't like oil and gas. And he's told us that right from the beginning. You've got the clip. Kenny, of when he talked to that young girl and he said, I'm going to... I want to you to look in my eyes. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel and I am not going to cooperate. There you go. And he's doing just that. Uh, he has told oil companies uh, that uh, they were, you, you're not going to be able to get uh, uh, Gulf Coast uh, produce, uh, produced oil and gas uh, leases anymore. But boy, if you'd like to apply for a lease for a wind turbine... Out there, we'll uh, certainly consider that uh, the area of the Gulf Coast to produce wind energy and cr- contribute it to America's clean energy transition. The announcement comes as the number of offshore oil and gas leases granted under the Biden administration have shrunk to historic lows. The Biden administration has leased 1.7 million offshore acres for oil and gas in its first two years, fewer than any president since President Richard Nixon, and about a third seen in President Barack Obama's two years, as uh, his first two years as president. 
That statistic shows how effectively the Biden administration has been at keeping Biden's promise to dramatically shut down new gas and oil drilling. As a candidate, Biden famously promised no more drilling on federal lands, no more drilling, including offshore. And uh, boy, he's uh, he's keeping that for sure. Well, Ed uh, Ed is on hold here. He's uh, he'd like to talk a little bit about. Uh, he wants to add another freebie to the list. Ed, you got something else that Minnesota hasn't already decided or thought about giving away free? What do you got? Well, if they're going to give them free tuition, how about free laundry? They don't have to bring their big bag of laundry home to their mother to do it. We oh, I like that. Surplus. They better throw in go. free detergent and bleach and downy softener. Oh, that all goes with it. Oh, good, so, I mean. good. <laughs> good. Well, why not? I think he's saving parents a lot of time and effort because you're right. Kids bring that old bag when they come home for the weekend, and mom's got to wash it and, and fold it and put it away. But this would be, and, and after all, the colleges usually have a laundry service there that you have to pay for, but now they'll give you, probably give you tokens. You'll have like a token with uh, Governor Walz's uh, face on it, and you can just drop that into the... Uh... <laughs> That's a great idea, Brad. Boy, I'll tell you, we're getting creative on this show. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> there's Ed, a Thank you. <laughs> yeah, there's a, uh, a texter uh, that uh, came across. Again, you can text the program, 84454. Uh, why would anyone want to be a janitor in a college when they can go to college for free? <laughs> Well, there you go. And not become a janitor. You can yeah. do something else. Because the, hey, uh, there's nothing wrong with janitors. Janitors are needed and they're good people. Usually. Yeah. Did you ever have well, a job he, as a janitor? Or? Uh, let me think. I did. Did you? Yeah. Well, it's actually, a tough job. I sold, does this count? I sold janitorial supplies. So I used to have to, I would have to take somebody in the bathroom, yes. like at a high school yeah. or something. I'd have that to counts. show them how to clean the toilets. Yes, okay. that counts. Okay. It's a, it's a, it can be a tough job. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt about it. Well, listen, I know we're at our Minnesota break here, but I want everybody to remember, you know, we're in the middle of a kind of a snow uh, thing now. It's not as bad as we thought it was going to be, but it's still a lot. And if you remember last winter when you swore you'd do something about that old drafty windows that keep letting the air in from the outside, the cold air... You know, and that's costing you a fortune in your heating bill. And now here we are again, another year, and you're still paying those high, high heat rates. Well, you know what? Finally stop the madness. Let Les Grumdel Window and Siding install new energy-efficient Infinity by Marvin Ultrex fiberglass replacement windows, which are energy-efficient and also protect your wallet from expensive high-energy bills. Call Les Grumdahl today at 728-3060. That's 728-3060. Or visit lesgrumdahl.com. So, Kenny, when you need new windows or doors, who are you going to call? Les Grumdahl, Duluth Central, class of 1975, and a heck of a nice guy. And a great guy. And his son's not too bad either. <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to take our, our uh, Minnesota news break, and then we'll come back with more. Minnesota News Network, I'm Tasha Radal. New snowfall totals from this winter storm continue rolling into the National Weather Service office in Chanhassen. The latest report shows Apple Valley tops in the state with 19 inches.
KDAL time is 12.52, checking the uh, weather uh, depths here, and the snow depths, rather. And uh, we just heard on the Minnesota Network News uh, broadcast, they're a little bit behind, Brad. Yeah, uh, we got to get yes. them up to date. The uh, Apple Valley total of 19 inches has been updated and upgraded to 20 inches in Whew. Apple Valley. Now, that's in uh, Dakota County. It's a, well, it's a right. suburb, a southern suburb of the Twin Cities. Yeah. Kind of on the same level as Burnsville, only a little further off to the one side. Yeah, Rosemount, uh, Lakeville, down in that area. But uh, 20 inches in Apple Valley, oofda. Well, I'll tell you, folks, uh, you know, we're maybe making a little bit of fun of it. But, you know, I I am concerned. I am worried that with the uh, DFL trifecta in place, you know, they own the control of the House, the Senate, and the governorship. That whatever crazy scheme they come up with, no matter what it is, if they decide and they get enough uh, support from their own people, which they stick together, they're they're going to pass it. So, I don't know. Fossil fuels uh, is going to be a thing of the past. Why aren't we working on uh, nuclear like, uh, like so many other places, like uh, Poland that signed an agreement with Westinghouse to uh, build a number of uh, facilities because they're safe, they're dependable, they're economical. Uh, they don't burn fossil fuels. They uh, they don't you, you know, pollute. Yeah. No. Brad, I don't Why think not? fossil fuels are going to be a thing of the past. I mean, you look right now at our grid. You look right now at our infrastructure. We have nuclear. We have natural gas, fossil fuels, if you will. We have solar. We already have those things working together with one another. And to say you're going to completely eliminate one, one that caused this nation to be what it is, it ushered in the industrial era, the industrial age. There's no way fossil fuel will be eliminated. It can't be, Brad. And why? Well, you wouldn't think Because so. in this region, even though the crazies, and that's the Democrats, want to eliminate now lawnmowers and gas-powered gas lawnmowers, I mean, this is, this is fanatical. Wackers, Zambonis. Yeah, this is fanatical, crazy climate zealots. This is their religion, and they're out of control, Brad. We can't go 100% solar, windmill-powered, electrical grid. It won't happen. It's what, impossible. What are, about, what, are, what are you talking about, Kenny? I want you to look into my eyes. We're going to do away with fossil. So we're going to heat every home. We're going to have every product on the shelves to from soap to uh, shampoo. Uh, everything that you power is going to be derived from solar and wind? No. Just, tr- just trust Joe, Kenny. You just got to trust Joe. I mean, after all, it's a fantasy, look at Brad. His son. It's a it's a pure fantasy. Oh, by the way, his son Hunter has refused to provide uh, uh, information, emails, those kind of things to the uh, investigation committee that is investigating his connections to uh, maybe illegal use in China, maybe illegal use in the Ukraine. He's uh, he's not providing the information, so now this organization is going to have to come back and subpoena him, drag drag him in if they want to get these. Hey. They tried to ask nicely, and he said, nope, not going to do it. Anyway, folks, look, uh, we're getting close to the end of this uh, segment, but we got another hour to go. We are going to—let me ask you this. With this, uh, with the offshore winds, uh, windmills all over, is this something that people want? 
if you if you're a well positioned person, you've worked your whole life, you've made some real money, and now you got a nice home down in um, oh I don't know let's say Key Largo, and uh, do you want to wake up in the morning and look out on the bay in Key Largo and see nothing but windmills out there, or do you want to see the pristine waters and the uh, and the boats going around and swimmers and those kind of things, maybe a shark coming out of the water and devouring some kind of, <laughs> no no but. Seriously, I mean, is that is that really what we want to do? And now there's some discussion already on the uh, uh, up in the New York area where they've had the first uh, numbers of of windmills put out in the uh, offshore there in the Atlantic that they've started to have an abundance of whales dying, and they think it may be because of the noises created putting in the foundations for these windmills uh, that's changing the receptacles in the in the whales' heads, uh, and it's causing them to uh, almost go berserk, and they they beach themselves and are dying on the shores. Well, so I think we got to research this a little more, maybe. I will say this about windmills: I think they're ugly and they're gross. They kill birds, and they create traffic jams because the windmill parts that come into the Duluth port when they're trucked to the areas oh, they're going God. to, they create some traffic headaches. And, and for some reason, they think 7 a.m. in the morning is a good time to do this. We're trying to get to work. <laughs> but there's less traffic then. <laughs> no, there isn't. It's morning rush hour. It's the yeah. worst time to do it. But, you well, know, they don't here's care. Here's the other thing, Kenny. Have you seen this dump they have in Colorado yet, by the way, for the, for wind blades, the blades of these wind I have wind seen turbines? them, yeah. Oh, my God. It's horrible. You. You want to talk about a, a garbage dump that yeah. is going to cause problems in the future? Just think about all those polyethylene. Well, and, they can't and those recycle blades, them. By the way, are are made out of oil products. Yeah. they're worried about a plastic bag at a grocery store, but yeah. not uh, windmill parts being buried in the ground. Oh man! Well, we've got some good things to get into when we come back. By the way, uh, Wild have not traded for anybody yet. They have not brought any new talent in. Tonight they play in Columbus, right? Are we we got them on our station, or where do we go? Yeah, WDSM, the game, uh, wild hockey tonight at Columbus. Excellent. All right. Well, we'll be back with our number three shortly here, folks, right here on 610 KDAL. So stay tuned for that.